Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If what I think is happening is happening, it better not be. What the hell is going on around here? Gary Hoffman. That sounds like somebody I know. Shannon Farron. She can help you with your woman problem, too. I mean, women look up to her. For what? Who are these people? You keep making it. Gary and Shannon. My advice to you, start drinking heavily. Well, one of the things that we wanted to do is we'll talk about the whole you know, ban on uh, internal combustion gas engine vehicles being sold new in California coming up. We'll talk about what the governor has said before. Uh, what this means going forward in terms of not everybody has to drive a Tesla, but, you know, would be nice. And then that other story that I've been trying to get to about Tesla fighting back against these commercials. You may have seen them. Dan O'Dowd has spent a bunch of money putting a Tesla on a test track and then running over these fake kids with it. It's a very disturbing commercial, um, but he's trying to fight against uh, Tesla's autopilot program. I'll explain why it is that Tesla says those are BS. And there may be some indications that some of that footage is, uh, you know, gamed to make it look bad. Anyway, we'll, uh, we'll talk about those a little bit later. The school board in Uvalde, Texas, yesterday terminated its police chief, Pete Arredondo. The unanimous vote um, was called by Pete Arredondo's lawyer an unconstitutional public lynching. Got to be careful when you use that word, moron. Uh, but he was fired, obviously, because of the flawed police response, one that left trapped and wooden students and teachers to wait for rescue because Pete Arredondo apparently told everybody to just wait while everything was going on. A couple of women had filed lawsuits in uh, California yesterday alleging that boxer George Foreman sexually abused them when they were teenagers way back in the 1970s. According to these lawsuits, these women initially met George Foreman. They were under 10 years old originally through their fathers. One man was a boxer. One was a, a, a sparring partner of Foreman. The other one was a boxing manager and a longtime advisor. And that as they grew up, eventually George Foreman uh, abused them in some way. So that's one of the stories that's out there. So President Biden yesterday made a big announcement regarding debt forgiveness when it comes to student loans. An entire generation is now saddled with unsustainable debt in exchange for an attempt, at least, at a college degree. The burden is so heavy that even if you graduate, you may not have access to the middle-class life that the college degree once provided. Many people, many people can't qualify for a mortgage to buy a home because of the debt they continue to carry. So the, the quick explanation, we spent some time on it yesterday, but uh, we have some more of the details about how it's going uh, to play out. If you owe, right now, money on a student loan, but you make under $125,000 a year, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in forgiveness. You can actually include, that includes current students, borrowers who are dependent students will be eligible for relief based on their parents' income. Parent PLUS loans, which are the federal loans for parents of undergraduate students, are also eligible under this plan. But if you took out the loan after June 30th of this year, you don't qualify part of one of my problems, but I'll explain in a minute. 
Qualified borrowers who got Pell Grants are also eligible for additional relief uh, of another $10,000, up to $20,000. So they said about 60% of federal student loan borrowers also received Pell Grants. And in terms of the numbers, they're expecting somewhere between probably 20-plus million people who will eventually uh, qualify for this and get paid out, depending, obviously, on how many people are going to apply for all of this. The White House says most borrowers will have to submit an application to verify their income. The Education Department has said that they have about 8 million borrowers who already have some income information on, on file, and they should qualify to have their debts canceled automatically. And then the unexpected part of the announcement is a revised plan for what is known as income-driven repayment, IDR, designed to help people who can't afford to make the large monthly payments. The plan would now cut the amount of borrowers have to contribute each month from 10% of their discretionary income down to 5% of their discretionary income and then raise the amount of income that is considered non-discretionary, which actually boosts them quite a bit in terms of how they make those calculations. So there are, this has been pushed from the farther left side of the Democratic Party in terms of this loan debt forgiveness. And it is being criticized by, obviously by Republicans, not just because it's Joe Biden, although there is some amount of that. There's, it's also being criticized by more moderate Democrats and it can be for a couple of different reasons. One of them, Jared Golden, a representative out of Maine, said the decision by the president is out of touch with what the majority of the American people want from the White House, which is leadership to address the most immediate challenges the country is facing. Tim Ryan, Democrat congressman out of Ohio, says that this sends the wrong message to those without a degree. He said there's no doubt that a college education should be about op uh, opening opportunities but waiving debt for those already on the trajectory to a financial security uh, to financial security sends the wrong message to millions of other people. He specifies Ohioans because that's where he represents without a degree working just as hard to make ends meet. Um, the other one, one of the most vulnerable Democrats in the House is a congressman named Chris Pappas of uh, New Hampshire. He said this move sidesteps Congress and insists it's not going to do anything to fix the core issue of the affordability of higher education. I'll get to that in a moment. But that actually echoes something that I was saying for a long time, which is you can't do this as the president, right? You cannot, you do not have the power for debt forgiveness. He can postpone it. He can delay it, but he doesn't have to, he doesn't have that power to do that. That has to be an act of Congress, and it's not even forgiveness because that would imply that you've done something wrong. It, it's not to be forgiven. It's just freeing people from those obligations. Oh, wait a minute. That wasn't me. That was Nancy Pelosi who said those words. People think that the president of the United States has the power for debt forgiveness. He does not. He can postpone. He can delay. But he does not have that power. That would that has to be an act of Congress. And um, uh, I, I, I don't even like to call it forgiveness because that Im implies a transgression. It's not to be forgiven. Get, get just freeing people from those obligations. Uh, so it, 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 the question of who gets forgiven, whether to use the term of art that is out there. Anyway, she goes on for another thirty seconds or so. 
this does not solve the bigger problem which is the affordability of higher education. Europe's largest nuclear power plant was disconnected from the power grid for the first time ever because of concerns over a potential Chernobyl-like disaster. The nuclear agency Energoatom, that's Ukraine's state energy agency, said that fire damage to some overhead power lines caused the last two reactors at this nuclear power plant in Zaporizhia to be cut off. They said the plant has now been disconnected from the network for the first time in history after a fire at some ash pits close to the facility damaged uh, incoming power lines. Angels are actually already playing right now. They uh, lost the Rays 4-3 to yesterday. They wrap up their series today, uh, and they're still in the first inning. Dodgers crushed the Brewers again 12-6 to last night. Dodgers get the day off today. They travel to Miami to take on the Marlins over the weekend. Uh, we're talking about President Biden's proposed debt cancellation for student loans, um, up to $10,000 of student loan forgiveness for borrowers earning less than $125,000 per year. And if you had a Pell Grant, you could get another $10,000. Now, there's a couple of things about this. A, that it's going to cost at least $300 sorry, $300 billion. I saw a number much higher than that from a more conservative uh, source that suggested it would be closer to $900 billion. The education secretary, Miguel Cardona, said that the money comes in January. In January, uh, billions of dollars are going to funnel back into the economy because these loans are going to restart. And that's going to offset uh, the expenses of uh, these loan forgiveness. So it is an offset. Economists are saying this. And we're thrilled that it's going to get Americans back on their feet and moving forward. Okay. Now, the question is, does this actually have an impact on inflation? If you've already got trillions of dollars being spent to get people back to work because of COVID or, uh, you know, the the Paycheck Protection Acts, all of that sort of stuff, simply making money appear out of nowhere is going to be an issue. Rebecca Jarvis for ABC News. We don't know the official price tag yet, but there are estimates it could be as much as $500 billion, and it's also unclear exactly how it will be paid for. Mark Zandi of Moody's Analytics does not see it having a substantial impact on inflation or GDP, but a number of Republicans, and notably some Democrats, including President Obama's former head of the National Economic Council, are concerned it will send prices higher. Jason Furman writing on Twitter, pouring roughly half trillion dollars of gasoline on the inflationary fire that is already burning is reckless. So I, I don't understand how it couldn't raise inflation uh, or make inflation worse. Now, any debt relief at all, any debt relief, with student loan debt, uh, mortgage debt, whatever it is, any debt relief at all, is at best a questionable use of your money. And I mean your money that you give to the government in the form of taxpayer dollars. Forgiving $10,000 of debt is going to wipe out all of the money owed for about 12 million of those borrowers, right? About 12 million people, they're, they're clean and free from this debt as a result of this program. But it's going to cost about $300 billion dollars in in revenue that adds to budget deficits more or less zeros out the 275 billion dollars that was included in the so-called inflation reduction act so even if you believed that the inflation reduction act reduced inflation all the government did was then put onto the table another 300 billion dollars in debt 
if you targeted this to an even uh, lower income level possible, right, where you said anybody making uh, $75,000 or less could get this money, their student loan relief paid, that makes a little bit more sense, but then raises questions. There are a lot of people who have a whole lot more than 10 grand to pay. And if you got 80,000 or 100,000 or $120,000 in student loan debt, first of all, somebody did you a disfavor, uh, did you a disservice by not explaining to you how much debt you were taking on and how long it was going to take you to pay off. But a 10 grand bump, uh, you know, a reduction in that is not a lot. It is not a lot at all. And the bigger issue, the biggest issue that this kind of skirts around is the overpriced cost of a college education in the United States at all, right? The idea that we've got to have federal loans to help people pay for college is unbelievable. Because as Chris points out on Twitter, what's to prevent a school, especially those higher-end schools, from announcing a $10,000 bump in tuition by the end of the week? And then what? The other window, the other thing about this is the window, and I, I mentioned this earlier, that there's a small sliver of people that this will apply to. Granted, I said it could apply to 20 million people in terms of those who apply, those who get their, their debt relief, um, their re debt relieved to the tune of $10,000, and uh, more than half of those would probably have that entire debt wiped away because they would fall under that $10,000 or $20,000 limit based on what loans they had. But that's only if you're there right now. What if you already make more than $125,000? Or what if you already paid off your debt? Or what if you didn't have the debt in the first place? None of that makes sense for you. It doesn't, you, you ignore this. There's nothing here for you except the fact that you have to cover the tab on this in the form of the taxpayer dollars that you send in every April. So it's not, this was, the cynical part of me says this was 100% a here's free stuff for you. Please vote for me. But that comes across in politics of every stripe too often. So just before 9 o'clock this morning, our time, the Justice Department sent into a federal judge in Florida their proposed redactions to the probable cause affidavit that's used to obtain a search warrant for former President Donald Trump's Florida residence at Mar-a-Lago. This does not mean that we are much closer, if at all, to seeing the release of the affidavit. Because if they replace the, uh, release the whole thing in its most complete form, it would probably show some very important uh, revelatory details about what the government is doing, why they were looking for documents that were supposedly in these boxes at Mar-a-Lago. The Justice Department, though, is significant. This, this filing is significant because it's a milepost in an investigation that has come to be a major threat to former President Trump. The, last week, the judge in the case in Florida, this federal magistrate judge, surprised a lot of people by saying that he was inclined to release some portions of the affidavit at the request of news organizations because— it is so unprecedented because it is 
such an amazing, in some cases, people believe in abuse of power. In other cases, just it's an amazing um, situation where the Department of Justice went into and seized anything from a former president of the United States. The problem is showing even parts of this affidavit would be unusual, very unusual. We've talked multiple times with Brad Garrett, crime and terrorism analyst for ABC News, who himself, he spent a lot of time as an FBI agent and has plenty of experience with probable cause affidavits and uh, search warrants, and said that these things are just not unveiled. Usually, they include evidence that was gathered to justify the search, which would include identification of witnesses. And there's no, listen, we don't know how close, if at all, the Department of Justice is to filing any charges to uh, against anyone, whether it's former President Trump or anyone involved in this case. We simply do not know. Now, the judge has asked the Justice Department, and this is what they turned in today. The judge asked the Justice Department, show me what you think should be redacted, and I will make a decision. He did admit, the judge did, that after the Justice Department gets out its black Sharpie and starts crossing out all the things that they don't want us to see, we'll probably be left with nothing other than a date and an address for Mar-a-Lago and not a whole lot else. Everything else is just going to be, you know, secret. He did say in his uh, issue that he, or order that he issued on Monday, he wrote, I cannot say at this point that partial redactions will be so extensive that they'll result in a meaningless disclosure. Justice Department had suggested that they would abide by the general guidance, but they're going to push hard to scrub anything that would expose witnesses in the case to any intimidation or retribution. Of course, we have not yet seen specifically what it is the Justice Department is looking for. We have a lot of smoke, but no actual fire. The smoke is that former President Trump took documents from his time in the White House that otherwise would have been classified. He has suggested that what he did was basically say anything I take out of here is declassified and therefore not illegal. The question is, is that illegal? Can he do that as a former president? I'm sorry. Can he do that as a president? Is there some sort of paperwork that has to take place? Can you just say things and they happen when you're the president? No, that's not the way it works. And I'm sure that he's been told that multiple times, but that may be what he believes was possible. Now, uh, there was a call for the judge to unseal the warrant itself because of the recognition that this requires some sort of public explanation. There has got to be some amount of information that we, the American public, should be obliged to. We should be able to see what's going on because of the unprecedented nature of a search of a former president's home. Uh, Merrick Garland, by the way, said that his caution, his his you know being careful and being tight lipped about all of this, is one of the reasons why he needs to come forward now. That if you're going to be as quiet as you possibly can about what's going on in the investigation into January sixth and what led up to it, that you now better be 
pretty public about what's going on with this search to defend the integrity of presidential records going forward. President Trump's legal team has not yet seen the probable cause affidavit. The government is not required to show it to them, but they also have not opposed the efforts to unseal it, nor have they. Now, they haven't taken officially a position in court that it should be sealed, meaning they haven't filed legal paperwork, but we've heard them say repeatedly in public, the president specifically, that he wants to see all of the information out there so that we, the public, can make a decision about what is going on, whether it is a witch hunt, whether it's some sort of uh, politically driven search, etc. The study out of the British Journal of Sports Medicine suggests that regular physical activity, you know, we've talked about many health benefits, obviously, of just getting up and moving it. But what's still being determined is the type and the duration of exercise that would offer the most protection. What is the sweet spot in all of it? And this new study says that researchers found while doing either aerobic exercise or strength training was associated with a lower risk of dying during this time frame, regularly doing both of them, both aerobic exercise and strength training, one to three hours a week, uh, was associated with an even lower mortality risk. So now we know. TikTok is an awful place. TikTok, I think, is, is taken over, in my mind, Twitter as one of the worst places on the internet. At the same time, it can be really funny and entertaining. Uh, Shannon mentioned that when she got down the TikTok hole a couple days ago, she lost 45 minutes of time. Just in a blink of an eye, 45 minutes was gone, and she didn't know what happened. There is a new trend on TikTok, a discussion of whether or not men will tip more in service industries if the female employee wears pigtails, this apparently started when a TikTok server named Grace, or I should say a server on TikTok named Grace, posted that she was making more tips when she wore pigtails to work. This was a video back in September. She didn't describe it as an experiment in the video, but she pointed out how wearing her hair that way led to more tips. And she she wrote, uh, first of all, she has this song playing in the background, Lana Del Rey, Put Me in a Movie. You know you like little girls. It's this whole weird thing. It's a, it's a very well shot video with um, uh, one of the Fannings. I think it's L Fanning, whoever the younger one is. Anyway, it's just an odd and kind of a sickening look at um, the way that the women are victimized in Hollywood. But, but my point. She says this when the, you wear pigtails to work and make double the amount of tips as usual. The video resurfaced on TikTok in July after a video about that same hairstyle rocked about 4.2 million views. And the trend has since picked up and is being noticed on TikTok and has spawned other videos as well. Veronica Portillo is a 20-year-old strip club dancer in Tennessee. She says... As soon as I put on those braids, I'm telling you, something just clicked with these men and they started throwing me money. She said at some point, the whole pigtail thing has been so sexualized, it 
you, she wouldn't even call it a little girl's hair, hairstyle anymore. That before sporting pigtails, she would make about a hundred bucks in tips at, at night on a Sunday at a strip club. Is that the prime time? Anyway, a hundred bucks on a Sunday. But on a recent Sunday, she said making tips seemed impossible, so she added pigtails backstage and came out to dance. Changed the game. She said she went home with about $600. At one point, she said while she was wearing pigtails in the strip club, a guy asked her for a private dance and told her that the hairstyle reminded him of his little niece. Okay. That guy needs to be reported, and we need him to be taken out somewhere, either to a barn or a giant swamp or something. The ocean, fishing trip with no boat, something. So that that You don't get to do that. The question is, is this a weird thing that um, dudes like pigtails? Is yes. that Layla, it's got to be more than that, right? Is it just... Is it over? Am I reading too much into it that it's a dirty old man thing? I just joined the conversation. I was voicing something, and I just joined about the guy and the niece. Listen, I, when I think pigtails, I think, you know, seven or ten, I, maybe. Still? Yeah, I don't. Way I, I too don't, young. I mean, I've seen, like, you know, Kim Kardashian and them do the little pigtail things with braids, and that's that's I mean, that's a preference thing. But when I think pigtails, I do think Small children. Yeah. And so I joined the conversation late. So this is a grown woman who wears pigtails? There's a woman on TikTok who said that she receives more tips when she wears pigtails. Is she, on, she, was is a, she on TikTok or OnlyFans? She was she was a waitress, apparently, and, and said that she got more tips when she would wear pigtails to work. Maybe they thought she was like 12, you know? When she well, the and that may be an issue, is that maybe these guys think that she's down on her luck and needs some help because right. 15-year-olds shouldn't be working in the service industry like that. But a 20-year-old stripper in Tennessee also noticed a six-fold increase in the number of uh, single-dollar bills that were put into her waistband at some point. See, this just reminds me that people may have like a little weird you know, things, fantasies or something going on. I don't know. I I, I don't get that request. For and listen, tails. I will say this. If you're, if you're working in an industry like that and something as simple as pigtails gets you six times the amount of tips, go for it. Dudes are, uh, we're animals. We're just dumb, big, dumb animals. Who What's can't your control thing ourselves. that you can appropriately talk about on the air? You have a That's thing? My thing? Yeah. You're like, oh, I love what my wife wears, you know, like, Ooh, um, I will say this because uh, <laughs> I don't think she does it enough. I love it when my wife wears her hair up. Oh, I hope she's like, listening up. You know, with like a, a high ponytail a or a bun, bun or a well, something, because like a messy bun or like a nice, low, neat ponytail. It doesn't matter. Okay, because she, she's so tall, right? She's a tall female lady friend of mine. Well, she's your wife. She's not that a lady too. friend. Yeah, um, but her, she's got such a beautiful long neck. She's really pretty. I don't think I don't know if your wife realizes how gorgeous she is. Like I think she's super pretty. Jacob, did you mark that so that I could send it to my no, wife? No, she later? really is. I, I know I that, striking. Yeah, but I can't gorgeous. tell her that. I've been telling her that for thirty years now. It's just you know, it just so, so wife Shannon, not co not co host Shannon, wife Shannon. If you're listening, um, wear your hair up for a couple of days. Gary says you can have whatever you like. There's a song that says you can have whatever you like. Jacob can <laughs> cue that up for you if you wear your hair up, Shannon. It's true. <laughs> Very, very true. And I get it. Listen, I won't say she never does it. It's that she'll, she'll like, if she's washing her face or something like that, getting ready for bed, she'll put her hair up and I'll be like, that's the perfect. That's perfect. Aww, that's perfect. That's so sweet. That's my thing. I love that. Okay. Get back to your show. Thank you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.